This podcast uses PodPage for its website. You can try PodPage for free at trypodpage.com. Today on Podcasting Resources, if you're looking to be a guest or find a guest for your podcast, we're talking about Podit. Welcome to Podcasting Resources, helping you find the tools to enable you to impact your audience faster, smarter, and deeper. Our website, podcastingresources.com. Today, we're going to be talking about getting and managing interviews with Podit. Before we talk about that resource, I want to remind you about my resource, and that is the School of Podcasting, where I help you plan, launch, and grow your podcast. If you're looking to monetize it, I can help with that. Check out my book, ProfitFromYourPodcast.com. Here's my interview with Brent Besham from Podit.net. If you've ever wondered what the heck is Podit, you're going to find out today. Joining me is Brent Basham. Brent, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Absolutely. And that's a great question because I've often wondered what the heck is Podit myself. So, <laughs> Well, the cool thing is you you have podcasted in the past, so you're not one of these people that kind of is like, hey, podcasting looks like something we could cash in on and have no idea what they're doing and that whole nine yards. So that's always cool. But what inspired you to start Podit? So the short version is I was a podcaster for maybe a little over two years. Numerically, it was spanned three years, but I think two years or so, 120, 130 episodes, something like that. And we did a lot of guest shows. I had a lot of great guests on my show, but you know there was a lot of challenges in that. And as podcasters, we're kind of pressed for time. Most of us, we didn't make a lot of money with the show. We dabbled in Patreon and all the typical tropes of you know the podcast world. And you know, so at, at some point though. Again, I was raising three kids. So the podcast, something had to give, right? Because there's an opportunity cost in everything we do. And at some point, it just became too much for us. And we took a air quote break. And and then we haven't been back on mic. You're still you on know. break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we had tech backgrounds. And that was sort of originated out of me talking with a colleague, a friend, but a coworker and somebody I'd gone back to school for, for computer science. And so at some point we started, you know, we're still fan of the space. We still paid attention to what was going on and all that, have friends. And we realized this is a big pain point but on both sides. And there's like a lot of little nuanced pain points, too. And there's not really a great solution out there. So we, at some point, just decided to jump off the deep end. We got a couple of people involved and we said, let's see if we can, we don't know if we can, but let's see if we can solve this importantly around our jobs and see if we could make this easier for everybody because there's all these disjointed tools. And if we could figure out a way to make this easier, we give the podcasters back their time and their voice stays in the world. My Digital Dad show may be still in the world right now. Granted, that wasn't the only factor, but it was definitely a factor. So what's the the biggest pain point you think it solves? The goal is for it to be the best way to connect for your next podcast interview. But there's a lot of facets to that on each side of the mic. Right now, it's really, as you can imagine, as you're building a network and you're trying to build it around the idea of discovery, when it's new, it's kind of useless because there's only a few people there. And then when you further break that down for, okay, we've got a couple hundred people in there, but then how relevant is that to Dave Jackson's show and his category and hit, right? So it starts, so the discovery aspect will continue to be better and better over time. And that's why we really had a big focus on making sure there was a good free version. So it's valuable to people so we could fill up the network. So that's what we're doing right now. And also being able to apply back and forth. You know, we had seen a couple of things out there with relation to like guest directories and things like that, but there wasn't a place where you could have your podcast on there and people apply to your show. People are using 
email, they're using Google Forms, and we're moving a direction to really try to solve that pain point for podcasters where they can push everything to our platform, use our platform to coordinate and integrate like the scheduling and all the different parts of it. It can be the central place for coordination of the interview and all the details and reminders. And there's a lot of things there, details there. But at the end of the day, we want to make it really easy for the podcaster to be able to use the network independent of the discovery piece. And that's what we're working on right now. And that way we know if, if that works, some of the guests they interact with will want to join, will want to upgrade, et cetera, et cetera. And the whole platform works for everybody. So walk me through like a typical transaction you're you're podcaster a and you've got this thing and you like so basically you have a profile you when you go in there and you set it up and we've worked to have a really simple onboarding process and you can add your show and you add yourself and we've worked to make that really simple and fast and then you can further edit that to make it better and have a better first impression etc but the idea is you have like a personal page which is like your guest page and you have a podcast page and they're connected together so if i go on there and search for dave jackson i'll find dave jackson i see a little apply button i click to apply to dave to get dave on my show or invite dave on my show and then it'll ping you with an email and you go in there and you can see that. And then you can, you guys can go back and forth and say, cool. Well, the nice thing is I skipped a step there is when I see Dave Jackson, of course, your name is out there. So people know who you are. And they know they want you in your show, but a lot of people don't have that luxury. So they can easily click on the profile, see all their social media. They can listen to back past episodes. They can look at a YouTube video. So for me, when I was doing it, it was really hard because I was going on Amazon. I was chasing websites around. It was just trying to figure out who might be on my show. Now, Granted, like I said, some of that becomes relevant as more people join the network. But the ones that are in there, we have some fantastic, credible people um, in there that are, may, if they're a fit for you, their qualifications are perfect. So it enables you to quickly identify, are they right for my show? Invite them. And then we're working on those next pieces to where you can coordinate that whole effort from there. So it stops there now and you just sort of chat back and forth. But as we move forward, it'll continue to take some steps past that. Does it work the other way? What if I see a show and I want to be on that show? Because that's that's a pain point I have because I have people that contact me who, my, my favorite, I had somebody who sells real estate mm-hmm. and they wanted to be on this show and talk about real estate. And I'm like, I don't know if you noticed, but um, not a lot of real estate talk here. It's like, yeah. But is that an option if I'm looking to be a, a guest on somebody's show? Yeah. In fact, that's one of our biggest things is that the nice thing is if you go there and you see those shows, by and large, and I can't say 100%, but a very, very high percent of the ones in there are there because they're looking for guests. So now there's different levels of this because a lot of that is largely newer podcasters because they need guests. You have a different pain point as an existing podcast where you're trying to manage all these inbound requests. And that's problem one. And problem two is identify the ones in that that might actually be a good fit for your show. and not manage threads of emails and all this other kind of stuff. So yeah, we're working towards some things to where you'll be able to stick a little link on your website, point it over here. They go through the little hoop of signing up. But again, it's like a couple of clicks. And if they don't want to do that, what we've heard from podcasters is that's fine. They don't have to be on my show. If they're not willing to do that little bit of due diligence. And also when they get to your podcast page, there's episodes right there in the page to click and listen to. So if they haven't listened to your show, then you obviously, they don't even have a lot of effort to put forward to be on your show, you know, stuff like that. So you can also, again, I'm an old musician. There used to be a cover charge in some cases with some, some bars and your true fans would pay the five bucks to get in the door and the others wouldn't. So this could actually be kind of like a little baby cover charge, which again, it's, it's free to them to to Mm -hmm. sign up, but it's like, Hey, here's the one thing you have to do. And I, I would think 
And correct me if I'm wrong, this gets all that communication of, well, what's good for you in scheduling is now on your platform and keeps my inbox kind of free of all that stuff so I can focus on whatever, you know, the more important conversations that are going on in email. Is that correct? Absolutely. And that's actually one of the things we're digging into now is how do we really flesh that out so that that side of it's really valuable to you. You could quickly, maybe you want a dog or earmark one that says, well, that one might be a good one, but I can't contact them right now. And so you pin them and you've got a little management piece that allows you to do that. And again, out of your inbox, because, oh my gosh, trying to sort through your inbox to find stuff. It was a, it was a huge pain for me. What else does Podit do? That's the core. I mean, we really want to be the best way to connect for your next interview. That's the whole idea. I keep saying that just because I'm reinforcing it in my own mind to make sure we serve that purpose. Um, It's not it's not a plug, but we want to make sure we serve that purpose. And I mean, there's a lot we can do and we're iterating. We just scaled up the team from four to seven. We're going to do some meet the team sessions in our Facebook group so everybody can just get a sense that. It's not just the mouthpiece of me. There's actually real people, really cool, smart people behind me helping us, helping us work. Not even behind me, beside me, um, helping us work for co-founders. And we really, the vision of it, and it's a grind, you know, it really is to build something like this. We've never done this before, but we see that we've had a very high percentage. We've had over 300 interview bookings already. It's, it's getting traction. Given that it's so small, the numbers are really encouraging. And we just seeing what we can build and seeing what we can solve for podcasters. And also, by the way, as a podcaster on that side, you're not going to pay for the tool. Like it's just free because mm-hmm. it's your platform. And we know that the platform can be propped up by the guests wanting to take advantage of our everybody's respective platforms. So the monetization can work from the people trying to get the ROI on our platforms. Got it. So let's talk about that. The if if somebody is paying for this, how much is it, and then what do they get for that? Mm, I'm going to give you an exclusive. We're about to change the pricing, partially because of COVID and partially because we're kind of in beta. We're going to go down to 19 a month, and then there's going to be some very aggressive six month and annual, like very aggressive, because we really want to invest in the people who want to invest in us and believe in us. So, and we're probably going to do a grandfathering thing there too. So it'll just be forever, even though we know our prices are going to go up in the future. So that's where we're at. And what that gets you is basically two big buckets. It's a profile upgrade. So that basically lets you get a, make a better first impression. So when people land on your profile, you can have like your own custom header, your own, you can have embedded past. And again, this is only on the guest side, the podcast side is free. You could have past interviews embedded so they could listen to you. You could have your YouTube video embedded right there. So the idea is that when somebody lands on you, you're going to get a higher rate of success because your profile is better and some options. And then it's also going to enable you to surface to the top a bit more in terms of all over the website as we start sending out targeted emails and say, hey, Dave, we think you would probably like these guests. And so it won't be completely 100% just on the paid side, but it, it will influence the algorithm because we have a responsibility to make sure that as we go, the targeting is the most important thing, that the relevancy to you is the most important thing. Right. But within that, the paid tier will get priority. Yeah, because... You have to eat as much as people think bandwidth is free. Coding is definitely not free. And oh, time is not free. <laughs> no, the reality is if we're going to deliver on what we're trying to build for everybody, we need income to do it. This is yeah. just the reality, you know, but I think that people will be pleasantly surprised at the value. That's, that's the goal. And the website is pod it. That's P O D D I T.net. And if they want to, 
like do you have tutorials or what's uh, if somebody's like what's the onboarding process so there is a it, the onboarding process is just step 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 and you're in and you're ready to go we have had in fact we were at podfest just to give you a quick example and met a guy at launch and then later that evening we saw him and he said dude i already got my first person wanting to interview i went back to the room set it up i got somebody so stuff like that's really encouraging to us we do have some stuff on youtube and we're about to we're going through major revisions right now like i said we scaled the team so tutorials yeah. is on the list in terms of fleshing that out making it look a bit more professional right now it's a screen share but we have you can always reach out to me personally and i will hand guide you through the thing it's our baby <laughs> you know i mean we, we want you to be successful with it yeah absolutely well, Brent, buddy, again, the website, Podit, that's P-O-D-D-I-T dot net. Thanks for your time and thanks for helping to help podcasters get organized, clear out their inbox and uh, find great guests, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for the time and, and for what you do with the show, Dave. So that interview was done back in May. This is now December as I release this, and they are over, I believe, 2,000 interviews. Yeah, 2,000 plus interviews have been booked. They have a couple areas on the site, the most active guest, the trending guest, the most interviewed guest. They have a directory there so you can see all the different categories. So if you're looking for coaching or self-improvement or sports, as well as a guest directory. So again, you can go into self-improvement, sports, depending on what you're looking for. So thanks again for checking out the show. Podit is just one of many guest booking resources out at the website, podcastingresources.com. Click on guest booking on the left-hand side. If you're looking to plan, launch, grow, or monetize your podcast, I can help with that. Come visit me out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. And if you like this show, go out to podcastingresources.com slash subscribe. It's free. And if you like the show, tell a friend and you'll both get those episodes the minute they're available. So if you know somebody who would enjoy and use this resource, could you do me a favor and go to your phone and share this with your friend? That would actually help us grow our audience. And of course, my favorite resource, the schoolofpodcasting.com. When you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash listener, that'll save you on either a monthly or yearly subscription that comes with our step-by-step -step tutorials an absolutely amazing podcasting community to kind of mastermind with and unlimited one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. Check it out, schoolofpodcasting.com slash listener. And if you're not sure about it, realize when you join, you have a 30-day money-back guarantee so you can join without any worries. schoolofpodcasting.com slash listener.